0: A super important podcast about hair? Question mark. Featuring Ryan Teal and Stephen Adams as your co-hosts. Let's begin. Welcome to Minnesota, and we're freezing. And we're freezing. It's really cold out there. It's not actually. It's not as cold today as it was yesterday. No, no. We didn't die today. It feels cold. <laughs> it feels better. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, well, Welcome well. to the Super Important <laughs> Podcast. Ryan, unfortunately, is traveling at the moment to Kansas City, so he couldn't be here. So he's like, just do it without me. Sorry, I can't do it. So I feel like we podcast it so, you know? so we brought Nate yeah. to, like, to like chat with us. For sure. Nate yeah. is part of the Beauty Certified <clears throat> Education Board also. So, awesome. Um, why don't you guys tell us who you are? Why are you here?
1: <laughs> <laughs> why, 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 why? Who are you? I mean, this is your show. show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Travis Smith, and uh, I'm here uh, because we're all friends, and uh, probably more importantly, because we're uh, educators and we care about what we do. And uh, it was a good opportunity to get both of us together. To, this is our first time teaching together. Ever? Yeah, like officially, like officially? Not, not just
2: doing like, like in salon classes. Yeah, we've done that yeah, That's rehearsal. right. No, that's not of right. salon class before. Yeah, like when we were in PP. Oh, doesn't count. Okay, let's see this
0: one. <laughs> When you guys work together, that's yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Outside of outside of working together, right? This is your first time doing a class together. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. It could be horrible, so we'll see. Oh no, no it's, gonna good. It's, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. Yeah. We'll set the bar. On. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, I'm Aaron Johnson. It's whatever he said.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he he kind of <laughs> took off. So I right, right.
3: little bit about you. Uh, Nate went uh, been in the industry for twenty, about twenty one years now. Uh, from Rockford, Illinois, actually. Like, uh, nice. You know, uh, moved up here, worked in a salon there for like a year and a half, furnishing, and came up went to Beta and just stuck around this, these parts, man. It's yeah. awesome. It's
1: yeah. awesome. So collectively. Awesome. Uh, all of our hair experience together would be a dead person. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. I got like
0: 33 years, 20-some years, like 15, 15, 16, 16, 16. 16. yeah. Dead people's pot. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> 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 Where old hairdressers go to die. There you go, there you go. No, no. So, <laughs> but I wanted to be like we've been talking about crazy shit all day today. Right. So it's kind of like all over the place. But let's, let's hear a little bit about each year, journeys of where you like, just really quick, make it fast, because we'll, we want to kind of share a little bit. A little of the journey of like, why you're here, or what, you know, how you got here, like what, what yeah. have you done? What's your uh, Well, I
2: went to cosmetology school in 2002, 2003 uh, in Oklahoma. Okay. It's called Gene Speedy College. It cost $2,500 to go to cosmetology school then. So, Seriously? Yeah. Awesome. Like that was awesome. That was it. Oh, yeah. man. And then, That's uh, awesome. Uh, and then straight out of cosmetology school, started working for Robert Crummings, because he opened up to, or he opened up a salon in Tulsa randomly, which is a whole other story that we yeah, don't I mean, have time to tell. But I've talked about this there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then yeah, I worked there for nine years or so. Then moved to San Diego. I mean, yeah. Travis and I had met through like working for Robert, doing shows and stuff. Um, and then moved to San Diego and ran a salon with him for a while, and then moved back to Tulsa, taught at Paul Mitchell School, opened a salon, had a kid, uh, became an independent educator, uh, trying to retire. You won. you yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Did you uh, win like three hair Yeah, yeah, video so uh, only
2: two-time Hairbrain <laughs> Video of the Year winner, but yeah, I nice. won three
1: uh, separate awards, yeah. That's pretty awesome. Are you yeah. nominated? Are you nominated for another sad haircutting video this year? I don't know. Uh, I haven't put the nomination. Right.
2: <laughs> but I didn't make. They the... put the top. 100 I made the top hundred. So yeah. yeah exactly. oh, congratulations. Well, I only awesome. made one video this year, just because I've been so busy just like doing other kind of creative, fulfilling things. Mm-hmm. So I still love doing hair. It's just uh, I just enjoy the aspect of just kind of doing it when I yeah. when I want to.
0: Okay, since you just said other creative kind of fulfilling things, what are those? Uh, well, Do you want to share? Yeah, I mean, that's fine. I mean,
2: okay. I, I play music in a band back home with okay. just some guys that I grew up with in, like, the punk and hardcore scene. Uh, we just, like, we just stick around and play, like, together and play a show, like, once a month. But it's not, like, serious. And then, uh, but I also own, like, a small all-ages music venue um, where we put shows on and provide a space oh, cool. for, like, nice. like, young kids to you know, home <coughs> cause yeah, trouble. Yeah, cause trouble. That's I what it. You.
0: So, <laughs> nice. Yeah. That's awesome. How does that fulfill your hairdressing career? Uh,
2: well I think it just gives me something else to do. Like, you know what I mean? Like I, I think I've very singular focused on hair for a long time. And I am not burnt out on it by any means. Like I still love it. It's just that from just a, an from a content creating standpoint I had a good like two three year run where it was like once a week I was putting out like some pretty like well produced like work you know what I mean and right. it just kind of the gears don't turn as fast anymore you know what I mean it yeah. takes a little longer <laughs> for me to
1: kind of like get into something that I that I want to do yeah.
0: so. awesome
1: uh, so yeah I started hairdressing probably early two thousands I went to a bunch of different beauty schools which tells you what kind of student I was and. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I pleaded with my parents to send me to Paul Mitchell because I just I knew a lot of people that graduated from there. I think I was like one of the earliest classes there. Mm-hmm. I had a friend that was a teacher. And uh, so I went there and then I won a contest to go to the gathering, the gathering of the Juggalos. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Mitchell signature <laughs> gathering as they called it back then. And uh, yeah, and then uh, just saw Robert and then was like, oh, that, that seems like a, you know, I, being a platformer it seems like a pretty easy thing to do. <laughs> yeah, just go do that. Pretty so, simple. Yeah. I went, uh, went to work for him in San Diego, and uh, worked there I think for about six years, and then um, yeah, then I I pretty I got I had so many people that were into Vidal system around me. It was just kind of like it just kind of kept like like just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. I had friends of mine that uh, were highly influenced by uh, you know DJ and they opened a salon up the street from ARCs And so when I would be free, I'd go walk over there and we'd like go smoke cigarettes and like watch like old Sassoon VHS's and Tim Harley videos. And, and then I just like one day, can I cuss on here? Yeah, yeah, you, can, yeah. you can do whatever yeah. you want. So then one day I was just like, I'm like, I, I don't I don't want to be behind the chair. I just, you know, said fuck it. And I just like, uh, I think I was like 27, 28. And then I went to go work for Vidal Sassoon in Beverly Hills and uh, Led that broke life, like every like bad story you hear about LA, like that was me for like eighteen months, <laughs> just like horrible. You're know, like riding a couch, living in like a dilapidated Fight Club house, like all that. I think I went to your apartment when you lived there. And it was pretty so scary. sketchy. Yeah. So sketchy. Like, legitimately like literally terrifying. Just going to right. Just right. Like just fight to get in. Right. Like it's like liquor store out, hourly rated hourly like Hotel. charged motel yeah. with a church next to it and a weed dispensary. Oh like, no, like, like no. <laughs> No joke, <laughs> little Ethiopia on Sunset Boulevard, and you open a steel gate over another steel gate, and there'd be a bunch of Frankenstein doors that didn't match, and like eight cats would live there. <laughs> that was just over. to get your
3: soup out of the Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. It, it was just fucked. Like the guy literally made like a giant litter box in the backyard for all his cats. Like, anyways, oh my God, yeah. this, is a, this is another story for the day. So yeah, I did that um, and went through apprenticeship and then uh, immediately started teaching at the Sustain Academy, which is seriously one of the coolest things I've ever done. And then uh, um, I just like traveling, they sent me to Chicago a few times to fill in and I ended up just taking over that unit. And I ran that for five years and left Sassoon's last year. And um, it was just like a weird year. Like it was kind of like a year of kind of like, I'm gonna go do this, 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 and I'm like, okay, maybe that's not what I need to do. So I took about six months off of just education period. Like didn't teach anywhere, didn't do anything. Just like try to find a good salon to go work at and start over. And, uh, and then, my, like, right around probably November, I was like, all right, I'm gonna get back into teaching. And then here we are. Yeah, it's awesome. We were talking earlier about your,
0: the, the trap, the, the change. Right. You know, like the change, because you haven't been behind the chair right taking clients right and then Sassoon was nine, years. Years. nine yeah, years nine years nine yeah. years and then Sassoon was having you do a little bit right at the end like when they needed me at Christmas I would yeah. Clients. yeah basically <laughs> and now you're like now you're behind the chair right how are you full-time yeah full-time so full-time behind the chair how is that transition like like realistically how was it to your ego how was it to like transitionalized from being there's, like, there's like, no the top just to after the last six months, <laughs> I
1: mean, you know, it's, no. uh, it's a big change. It for sure is, but I mean, I think it's like, I think if, if you, like, you know, since it's all founded in suitability, right? So yeah. if, like if you, I mean, you can't really do that on a real person, like, mm-hmm. there's, there, there's a big disconnect. So I think, uh, I think it's, it's definitely humbling the fact of having to do anything over, but I think uh, being my is great because it, it gives you a realistic, Portrayal of what you you're teaching out there mm-hmm. instead of just being like, well, you know, we're teaching this uh, box bob with like 17 disconnections and whatever, whatever. It's like you look at it like, okay, this is really what I see, and that's always going to change depending what city, demographic, anything it is. But yeah, I mean, and it, it also shows you how different clients have evolved, or and what trends have evolved and everything right. else has changed because that's not going to be the same, you know. Right.
3: right. I felt like I felt like when in the beginning I got pretty lucky when I started working for the company in town here at Rock Valley. Like, when I first got in, we had our own line, and, and I immediately, within like a year and a half, got to go out and I could speak in front of people, so they were like, hey, here we go, we're going to the shows. And so we'd go around the show circuit, and we'd do like a main stage, and then we go back. But I felt like it was so great, because I felt I'd go and do one, and then I'd go back behind the chair, and each one accelerated each other. You know, and I just became more confident behind the chair, which then I was trying more stuff I and mean, then I was doing more stuff up in front of people. Did you find like do you
1: find that like when you switch from one to the other like
3: Yeah, you know,
1: definitely? A bit? Oh for sure. I think the two the two completely complement each yeah. other. Because I I also think people can like can just kind of smell bullshit too. That like if you're sure. If you're like a platform, it's like, you know, we would like try to do platform work and talk about shit and it's like, well, you know, you don't even own the car, you know what I mean? (laughs) You're getting up there talking business coaching and people still do that, you know who you are. Um, (laughs) It's kind of like people could smell that Whereas I think like, you know, if you are grounded, then it's like, it's so much more relatable, you know what I mean? Oh, exactly.
2: I'm way more comfortable teaching a class than I am taking a client. For sure. Yeah, like.
1: But there's nothing wrong with that either. No, no, no. I'm just sure. saying it's
2: like a, just a different experience. Like, cause I don't, I don't work behind the chairs. Right. Like. Uh, I maybe have like four clients that I see three times a year. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like it, it, it gives me anxiety to like yeah. have that one-on-one like experience with a person.
1: So, so you just for me, don't you don't like people. Uh, you don't, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it, I, I feel like I like
2: I do like people. I just I don't know. Sometimes it just becomes very like I get so wrapped up in like what am I supposed to be talking about? Well, you know I mean? right. So. Well, we actually
0: we were talking about this. Yes. What, what, what were the things that we said? Oh, talk about food. Food. As long as you talk about food, everybody will be able to find commonality. <laughs> right. What was the other one? Oh, what they're gonna do on the weekend. Right. Yeah. Just always like, what are you gonna do on the weekend, it,
1: yeah, like but I don't you know. I take, take clients. You take between like. Do like, food? No. Uh, what do you do this weekend? Nothing. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. What are we gonna talk about? <laughs> That's all.
2: And then. Well, here we are.
0: Oh. Yeah. You know, it's like it's hard. How many clients do you take a week? Um, anywhere between thirty-five and forty-five clients a week. Just, uh, and so you're only so cutting hair. Yeah. 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 So like, That's I amazing. take usually an average of about twenty-five. Clients a week of uh, cutting and color. Yeah, it depends on the week. Yeah. So, Some weeks let's say I'm
3: uh the director in the salon, so I'm meeting with my staff and all that sort of stuff, so sometimes I have to interject and yeah. my weeks end up being, you know, falling apart completely. Those are great weeks from being around. I love, I love <laughs> those weeks where I'm doing like five or six clients a day and yeah. I go home like a whole bunch of energy and my yeah. daughter runs up and I'm like, and so it's ten client days where I'm like telling people to behave and everything
0: that I literally home to sleep. The yeah. yeah. It's brutal. And then you're out. It's, yeah, it's like yeah. that good sleep. Yeah. yeah, it's I mean it's an interesting transition. Like I always set it up so, like every Tuesday I teach. That's in the stuff in the salon. Tuesdays my teaching day, Wednesday, Thursdays, Saturdays are like client days. And then Friday I'm kind of try to do this kind of stuff and then like photo or create and do something that pushes me or coach the team, or whatever. That's the day that I get like whatever I need to get done. Yeah, dude, mixing it up the way to do it. Man. Yeah, that's that
1: what it is now. So. I think. Yeah. you know. But I think like, like most most of my friends now that are still doing hair, I think. Most part, especially the successful ones, like they wear multiple hats, you know. Yeah. And I think a lot of people are doing that. I kind feel of like everybody kind of has a side hustle now. For sure. Like there's, a, you know, like we, we are were talking the, about that too, you know. We're in the year of the entrepreneur. Yeah, you, seriously. Not here <laughs> it's like the decade. <laughs> for sure. It's like everybody's an entrepreneur. Right. Yeah. Everybody's got starting something. You know, Aaron deals drugs. What you else got. are you? Guys?
0: Smiling, <laughs> he's just like. <laughs> I don't even know what he would say. He's like, yeah. yeah. No, no, but it's true. It's,
1: it's, no, it no, yeah, it's right. free. Where you see a need,
3: I mean, you know, for sure there is.
1: <laughs> but for real, you do. I think you do have to do like wear many hats, yeah. you know. Otherwise, it, it, you know, you, even from creative standpoint, it just gets boring, you know.
0: Well, it's also it's hard to make an income, you know. Mm-hmm. You can make good money behind the chair you know if you just manage a salon you're not going to make as good money as you're going to work do behind the chair Mm -hmm. education is hard there's so many like right now there's like everybody is an educator right including myself wait wait all four of us here are educators right all four of us trying to like compete against each other it's like difficult yeah but i feel like the
3: industry more and more now are like pulling like like independents, they're not looking for like, like big brand educators. So like searching out, so
1: Right. I there's there is a lot
3: of opportunity for that too. Yeah.
1: you know. On the way. Well, I hope I hope it goes back to people pulling quality educators and not pulling influencers. Right. Because there is, I think there, there, like not to get into that, like grumbled grizzled that. <laughs> <to> talk <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, but I don't know where this is going. No, yeah. We're not we're not gonna go there. just <laughs> say there is there, there is a difference. Like there fully is a difference. No, there is not saying like, you know, I, it, it will never, it won't go back to that. Point. What? It, it won't go Like back to what? Uh, to pull from
2: quality indicators. It already I has, think. I think. I, I,
0: it's like, slowly starting to, to some degree.
1: It's different. Well, you need both. You yeah. know, I think you, you can't, you can't, you can't like, like, I don't, like, I think I have an okay Instagram following, but like, I'm not like, I'm like, you know, someone like, you know, like, like, no you know, Ferdy. I'm not, like, at a furry level of, like, 400,000 future professionals and yeah, hairstylists right. that follow me, you know? But I think you ha- you do have to have a little bit of a backing, you know, yeah. that you can rely on. I mean, people, it's like with anything with
2: music, people are going to like what they like. For sure. So instead of, to me, instead of trying to be, like, well, the industry needs to do this thing. Because no, it's going to do so whatever. Just find your, find your groove. Right. You know what I mean? Like, with the people that care versus, like, wishing, not saying you were doing versus, like, wishing, like, that things would go back to the way they were, like, yeah. a different way. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's, uh, it's just so, I don't know, it's, I, I don't see a lot of, like, I don't see, I don't see any avenue just based on technology where things are going to go back to where it's, like, we're going to, brand is going to become important yeah. again. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen where yeah. you're going to have these really elite, like, educators that, like, kind of reign over
1: everything. It's just, yeah. you know, just not gonna happen. People just have to find like their their spot. And you, don't that, that
0: current... you don't think that, you don't think
1: there is, that there isn't a certain like you know group of like five or ten people that kind of do the majority of it though out there. Oh, I think that there's definitely levels to it.
2: For sure, for sure, for sure. Um, but I like even the people that are the elite of the elite don't connect with Sally in Nebraska. You know, right. what I mean, it's like. It's just a it's just a different thing. And I don't think it's wrong or right
0: or whatever. Yeah. It's just um, I think uh, yeah. well, I don't know. Yeah. Well I think yeah. will what's gonna happen is everyone's gonna have to build their own their own brand as an educator right. they're gonna have to build their own brand mm-hmm. that actually mm-hmm. kinda stands out and they're gonna have to find their own follower that's gonna like want right. what yeah, they're true. teaching. And I think we see that really clearly like with some of the people, you know. I'll use DJ Muldoon as a great example, because DJ's like, he's found his niche. For he sure. does like his thing, and it's he's really the only one he does it. which is, you know, I'm excited to have him come in again. This will be his third time, I think, here for us, and it's like, I think it's a really cool thing to be able to like bring it, because there's a certain group of people and certain audience that want that, but then there's a certain audience that wants what you are showing, there's a certain audience that wants Aaron is showing, and then there's another audience I want to see what Nate's showing. So it's like, I think that's like really finding that little niche and just like connecting to that and then
1: just building off of that. I think it's a really cool thing. For sure. I think it's kind of like, uh, like it's, it's weird. Like it, like I just did my my first class like, uh, last week that I've never like, I was like literally teaching a haircut and then halfway through it, I'm like, this is on my own, like, like literally like this is not for a brand. Like, there's nobody I have to answer to. Like, I can literally say whatever I want. Not like in a derogatory mm-hmm. way, but like, there, any mission statements of my own. And I kind of like, it was, I had like a like, like a smile to my face a little bit because I was just yeah. like, oh, this is cool. Like, literally, like, and that's kind of something like you know, like I want to move forward, like doing steps and all that. Is the fact that like it's like. I can literally carry whatever I want, like I can make whatever I want, sell whatever I want, like content, like team, all that stuff. And I think that's, that. I think that's like one of the coolest, most positive things in this day and age with technology is like not to be the whole entrepreneurial thing because like, but it's, it's, it's like, like fun in a different way. kind of like how you were saying with like a, like a different creative outlet, mm-hmm. like I don't really, I might not get as excited to maybe do like you know like a wackadoo haircut or like make a video, but like I'll get giddy at like photoshopping a comb and putting a logo on it or like researching <laughs> products <laughs> to have or like making head sh- you know like that stuff is just as enjoyable you know. Right. No, no, I totally get that. That's cool. I like that we're both wearing our brands. <laughs> I oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm here to sell my brand. <laughs> Baseball is the flamethrower.
0: I, I didn't
2: have a weed hat to wear.
0: <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Done. <laughs> it was a callback. Was like, <laughs> it was good. <laughs> it was, it was it, it's awesome. Uh, so how are you liking Minnesota so far? We went to the mall. Mall of America. Oh, the big F-Mall. FM we, yeah. went, we went to Buffalo
1: Wild Wings last night for four hours to watch UFC. <laughs> It was amazing. <laughs> we're surrounded by mutants. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was totally <laughs> brutal. <laughs> Which I think that's like not just exclusive to Minnesota. I feel like any Buffalo Wild Wings UFC night will probably bring yeah, a similar crowd it's, it's everywhere for yeah. sure.
2: Yeah. Can you imagine like I'm those, those people shows. immerse themselves in like our world though? Like how weird they would think that we well, are. Exactly. You know oh, what I mean, weird is like a relative thing, right? I totally you. Like you're is. like in it. You, <laughs> you know, know what I mean? <laughs> They all were
1: having a great time. <laughs> For sure, yeah. I thought it was a blast, though. Oh, yeah, it was fun. I like this is the second time being in Minnesota, and like uh, I think it's I think it's amazing. Like I love all the old vintage buildings, and like you know, there's it's just it's exciting to be in a new place, you know. For sure, it's really cold. It's really cold. Yeah, yeah well, you know, some people do. You know, they bring a jacket besides a peacoat to a freezing cold. Out there. <laughs> <laughs> it,
2: doesn't, it doesn't do this where I'm from. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but you travel enough to where it's like, like, maybe I should invest in something in New York. it gets like this in New
2: York. Okay. No. Not even <laughs> close. I thought, was, I thought I was going to die to into the car last night.
0: Like that was... You can't, you can't, <laughs> you can't use any of that lucrative weed money to buy a head coat. Yeah. <laughs> there was a Canadian goose store. We walked right past it. Drop,
1: <laughs> a, drop a good 15k. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh. What can you do? <clears throat> yeah. No, I think the city's absolutely amazing, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're it, always a good host, so taking us out everywhere and kind of showing us around
0: it's awesome. Try to. It'd be cool if we could find some good music. I, I don't even know if there's anything going on. I know. Oh, man, last night Saturday? Yes. Oh, yeah, so we probably, I think there's we'll probably know. not much going on tonight, but yeah, there was probably, there was probably something last night. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know.
1: Well it's like I think like like growing up like a fan of like heavy music, there's always like this area of the country was like like the pinnacle. Mm-hmm. I think for so many bands that came out in like the nineties and so it's like it's always for me it's exciting to like you know, like like talk about like, like I grew up like loving that band Disembodied from Minnesota. It's like it's just like, kind of exciting to be like, Oh cool, this is like where they're from, you know yeah. what I mean? There's some bands from here that are coming to play a
2: festival in Tulsa went book in May. Oh really? Yeah. Which one? Uh bands? a band called Gadget, they're, like a straight edge like hardcore punk band. And then uh, another band called wild God sleeps so kind of like a metal core thing uh, yeah cool I think there is a punk show tonight in town
3: there probably is yeah it's been tough man the last like few years like a lot of the venues for like any of like the hardcore scene or in the metal scene were like really closed up like it kind of pushed a lot of the shows into like basements of houses and stuff and it was like all those shows seemed to be like those houses were popping up all over the place. Yeah. Is it just because the, the, is it just the venues are just like, yeah, it's well, not worth it? Well, no, no, people, no. they were
2: busy, busy, but like. People don't go through the trouble of getting a fire code or like they get shut down because of capacity or something like We have to deal with that all the yeah. time. Like, was, so all ages venues just close, it's just what they do. Yep. Right. So they pop up and close yeah. down, and I'm like. A two year run is a good run for, yeah. for an all ages spot.
3: Yeah. And first I have, like, bought a bunch of spaces. but like, yeah, They don't go bring in a whole lot of metal, man. It's no. like a little nugget. So you get like little bar spaces, American Eagle and stuff like that, like we all find our way into you know,
0: <laughs> like, but senior's strong for a lot of good stuff, mm-hmm. man. I mean, definitely metal. And music, I mean, how does it obviously we all enjoy music? How does it influence us in our hair career?
2: Uh, I don't know that it influences, well, I don't know, I mean, like, with my video work, Well, you need,
1: you, you actually, you have to use sad music to your videos, Eric, eh? yeah. so. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I my mean, like, yeah, like, <laughs> we have to, I mean, yeah, so, I
2: mean, you know, video work for me, a lot of it is influenced by, like, stuff I listen to, like, I come up with ideas just while listening to a song. Okay. Um, I mean, I think probably growing up in punk rock and, like, being a hardcore kid, like, probably influenced, like, my aesthetic to a point where, like, the way that I want like haircuts to look and stuff like that. Okay, you know what sure. I mean? But yeah. like, on a more like a like a more like kind of uh, like streamlined version of stuff that I was into. But I mean, if you really trace it all back, like, you go back to like the '60s and like mods. And, you know what I mean? Punks and, yeah, and stuff right? like that. It, yeah. Like it. It's not like music's making hair cool now. But I think it like definitely I think it always has. Like, yeah. Music yeah. has always been
0: influenced into like for sure, the yeah. fashion and hair. For but, sure. I feel like
3: it's super important in space, you know. I mean I guess like that's where like I don't know, just being in space working all
1: day, like the type of music that's like piped into those spaces do can you do everything hundred for... percent. Right. Like I uh, when I left the students, you know, I was kinda trying to find like where like a salon I could work at mm-hmm. and like, I worked at this wonderfully cool, cool spot in, like, Chicago, one of the busiest spots, but, like, I literally wanted to, like, power drill my ears, because it was, like, top 40, and I just couldn't handle it. And now, I'm, like, I'm lucky you know, because, like, I work with Pat and in Chicago, they a really cool song called Edit, yeah. and I walked in, like, the first day, I, like, remember, like, I still remember, like, Queens of the Stone Age came God. on, like Atmosphere came on, yeah. uh, Wu Tang was playing, like there is just like it was just an infinite plate led Zeppelin, just like like little playlists. Was I was just like, it right this is right what it, 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 I feel like I leave work every day
0: in a good mood. <laughs> and, and it's kind of fun hanging out with Pat Swan because he's also from here. He yes. Originally from Minnesota, yes. so he loves to play Minnesota music too. Yeah. Ooster- and he was like whenever we open the
2: whenever we opened the Rover from Salon salon Tulsa. It was it was before like Apple Music or Spotify or anything, so you had to play CDs. And yes. oh, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Shauna bought from Vegas. She had bought like the the whatever the Black IPs record that it came out on mm-hmm. CD, and literally that's the only thing that played in the salon oh, on loop yeah. for probably six months was the oh, <laughs> <brutal, brutal. laughs> like I
1: literally like I'm just yeah. like picturing driving out the window right now. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, that's would really be so bad. No, That's I think insane. you gotta have music. If
0: I wasn't such yeah. cheap bastard, we'd have music here. But I don't want to pay for it, you know, while we're while we're doing this. But it's like, I think music kind of sets the mood. For sure, you know, you have to like set the tone. And um, you know, for us, like in our salon, I I've got through like a business Pandora account. We just like every what we do every six months is I when I go through with. Uh, Reviews with all of our employees. that sit down and like, who's your favorite artist right now? And then have them like, just tell me who their favorite yeah. couple artists are. So that they're always happy. Right. somebody's song comes
3: on and you can tell whose it is. Yeah. In that space, it's <laughs> like. Right. Okay. Talkative yeah. man will start like just. They get into and, like, it. They start
0: singing, They start grooving. And then realistically, if every you know if all thirty of my employees have at least one or two of their artists here playing once in a while mixed in with some of our normal stuff and some of the things from our customers, mm-hmm. everybody's happy and it's just kind of like it keeps it rocking and rolling. So pretty we sure. Pretty much care, have a little bit of everything, not a lot of hip-hop. That's the only thing that we kind of like a little bit but not a lot.
1: Yeah, I think, I think like the first of days I when I worked at Pats and there'd be like, you know, you're like cutting hair and all of a sudden it's like, bring the motherfucking ruckus. I was just yeah. kind of
0: like, like, kind of like seeing what everybody else is like. And
1: everybody's just work working through it. You know, like an older lady is just sitting there, sipping her <laughs> tea, and it's just, not, you know. And Pat, Pat firmly believes that like, mu- music makes, makes the environment, you know? Yeah. I think that's super it cool. It totally makes it. What, what kind of stuff do you guys play at the salon? Uh,
3: we have, like right now, we switched over, because originally, um, well, what I would do is just, everybody sent me like a playlist and I just like put it together like kind of vet right. some of the stuff, you know, and uh, and then roll with it. But we just switched to like a Pandora, and now we just try to do that. We try to like flood those guys with like everything that we want on there for them to like pick. Oh, and nice. There's like genres, different days, and stuff like that. So you can like, you know, like the other day, last day I was in, it uh, was like 80s. Like, stuff, man. It wasn't terrible, you know? Like, right. Yon-rock. Yon-rock. Yon-rock.
1: Lasted some Toto. <laughs> Seriously. <Yeah>. There's <it> <laughs> some, uh,
3: some, af- some Africa.
0: Nice.
1: How can you not like that song though? Like, legit. Like, that song always puts me a great. I mean, I've always Saves wanted legit. to
0: just be able to have an awesome, like, turntable, record collection, oh, yeah. and just have somebody like constantly putting new records there's on. There's like a rad
3: place but out of Chicago called FunCanned, uh, I think, and it's that they do uh, reel-to-reels. like, And so you can like, go come oh, yeah. in and set everything up. Yeah. And then they'll put like, whatever you want on these like reel-to-reels, on the reel-to-reels these the reels playlists, out. and you come in and you can like run it, and they send you different ones and stuff oh, like that's that. Rad. There's a couple of spaces here, like Young Joni yeah, the back bar that. It, yeah. We're sitting at the bar, and I asked them, I'm like, man, Real to Reel's kind of rad, you know, like, what, you know, what do you, where do you get the music? Because there's, like, all sorts of modern stuff and yeah, they're right. running on it, and
0: they just said, uncanned, man, they're like, this place yeah. Chicago
3: these guys put together, it's
0: pretty rad. That is really cool. Yeah, I was in New York and I ran into a place that does that and they get it all out of that same place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. Yeah, real 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 is to- to yeah. totally coming back. It's becoming the hipster thing. That,
1: I just that, picture, that, Pulp, I just so, picture so, Pulp Fiction, like, when Mia Wallace puts it right. on. Urge over a kill. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. Cassettes suck. Right?
3: Yeah. that's like, like I not, know. They look
1: cool. They literally look cool. That's it. The sound is complete garbage. Right. Like, it's It's just not good. Ooh, wasn't it this year? Like, this year, for the first time since whatever year records
3: outsold CDs? Right. Like, probably. probably 26 or, like or something like
2: that. Yeah, it's a CDs. No, no. Most cars don't even come with them. No, no. Uh, exactly. Nope.
0: Everything is like digital, and, but the yeah. problem with digital is it just doesn't sound as good.
1: So I'm no. and, I feel like you know, if I like, love a band, like, and yeah, they come out the new, if, if I like, I'll yeah. listen on Spotify, and if I really like it, I'll go out and like, buy a record. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah oh, exactly. I'm trying to buy the record as much sure. as I possibly can. I think
0: that would be a really, really awesome thing to be able to do.
2: Cool. So, what's it like when Ryan's here? I feel like, this is, well, usually I feel we do like these are like different. softball toss questions. I was expecting Ryan to like ask us some kind of crazy shit. Well, you get like like to ask him? some crazy shit. Oh, I, I have nothing crazy to ask. I just know Ryan's like a madman. So. Yeah, like, <laughs> well, really I don't know. He
0: doesn't he really ask really that crazy, crazy no? stuff. No? That surprises me. Yeah, it's like <laughs> you keep pretty tame.
1: <laughs> it's pretty tame. You've listened to a couple yeah, yeah, yeah. of podcasts. For so. sure. Yeah. I mean, we could ask. Well we, great were, of shit. well, we were talking about okay, like so, like I don't think this is that that kind of style or whatever, but I think that like we can talk about it. Right. Out. Totally. But I think like so, like, do you ever listen to any hair related podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah. Every yep. once in a yeah. while, I will, and I think yeah, that's I um, that. yeah, I doubt it. Uh, you're <laughs> Too busy <laughs> selling drugs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just like call, <laughs> call that. It's so stupid. Um, no, but I think I think sometimes I'll, I'll listen to like any hair related podcast, and I feel. I don't know whether it's like the people that host it or like the people that are talk about it. I just sometimes it just it feels so canned. Oh, you know right, I mean? right, yeah. And it's just it's like it's just kind of like where I was like I feel like you know if I listen to something like you know, like I love like Nerdist now it's ID Town Chris Hardwick it's like, love well, these insane these amazing famous people on like actors whatever. And like they'll just they'll get these great stories and like you can just feel like it's like like you'll hear stuff about struggle or uh, yeah, you know, yeah. and it's like a lot of the Herrick podcast it's just it's like I can literally I feel like they're literally just reading off like they had this whole thing panned out and it's just kind of like you know what I mean yeah like it's not it's, it's like not this is authentic
3: right yeah we just we want this conversation. To be a conversation yeah right. like where
1: does it go yeah. right okay. sure so I'm
0: like, okay what are we doing what are we happening usually it's like Ryan and I are talking and then we're like oh yeah we should probably be starting like we always stumble into like the right. broadcast right which is kind of always an entertaining thing and we're just kind of like whatever it's what we really want to be able to do is like introduce people to you guys and yeah. like what makes you creative what makes you tick what makes you like you know go from there you know it's like but that's more than just hair there's For so sure. much more than hair yeah. like we know that music is a huge thing you like photoshop you you got a venue and you're running a business. How hard is it to balance
1: that shit out? Super hard. I mean, don't I mean, I do. Do you, any of you guys agree? Like, and this is not this is not from the, the grizzled vet, you know, kind of like mentality. But I don't I don't find motivation necessarily or inspiration from Instagram anymore. Like, I just like yeah, I don't insane. like I have my I have my hair one, which I'll interact with people, put classes with, I'll put content. I yeah. I you know I like like look at some of my friends stuff, but I find more. Like, I just like being outside. I like looking at stuff. I like, you know, music, whatever. Serious. Serious, Chad. What um, do you want to too? You know what I mean? Like, I think that, like, I think, I'll, I think like, what he said, sometimes when you when you separate and you don't go full, full, like, you know, notice the wall, um, I feel like sometimes it's just you you, you have more of that natural creativity. Like, like, remember when we were younger, like, we were talking about this earlier, too. Yeah. Like, when we were younger, we were, like, if we got the new collection DVD from anywhere, like you know, like like a Sassoon collection, or like maybe the new Paul Mitchell one, or you know, what whatever else. You know, I remember like, it was almost like tape trading to hard oh God, Yeah, like, oh, you really were for like TG, that. like, hey, like, you know, will you burn me this, and yeah. I'll get you this, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And we would just nerd out. We would like literally like have a beer or whatever, and like, you know, mm-hmm. just sit and watch. Sit and, watch. Yep. and there was something really authentic about it. I think now that you're kind of almost like flooded, and you don't even really get a choice of what yeah, you watch, no, it's just whatever, yeah, you know. Right? whatever Zuckerberg gives us, it's kind of like, it's just, it takes the fun out of it, you know? So I think it's like kind of like almost moving, not backwards, but finding other ways to fill the cup. I think it does make you more creative, you know?
0: Yeah, like I don't get inspired by looking through Instagram or Facebook or any of that stuff. That's just like, I'll glance through it and it's like something captures my mind for like two seconds, cool. But usually that shit's for like just keeping in touch with people. Right. Um, you know, for but do you think it, that's but how, inspiration?
1: But because do you it, think that's how that's how we're talking about? But do you think everybody else out there, like all the other hairdressers, well, do you think uh, that's different? No, it's interesting. I, I mean, would say where they're
0: at in their careers. Yeah. Half of my different. staff,
1: maybe, right? They might look at it like, sorry, I'm totally. God
3: damn it! <laughs> no, go ahead. I feel like, like maybe it, it, thats the way that they see, like how we saw, like the videos and stuff like right. that during that time. You know, I mean, they used to get like super jacked about that shit too, and and like I guess like it would probably be, you know, it's what I'm guessing because like just based on like how a lot of like the new staff like sit there
0: and just like drool over it and like they're freaking out about stuff and sharing everything. Like right. I suppose it's probably just like that. But Sort of. <laughs> I mean, I, I was going to say, like, I feel like the younger staff are driven by that. Mm-hmm. Well, not all of them. I'm going to say some of them. Yeah. Some of them are just clueless to it. They don't even, like, pick it up. Like, my son doesn't even have Instagram. He's like, It's like, why would I have a student, right. you know? And so we have, like, I know, like, I, I have a new assistant that doesn't even have Instagram. Talk. Talk, talk or Facebook. Or TikTok. TikTok. Yeah, but it's like, so yeah, they're looking at some of that, but not all of it. I think what the now comes into, like, for me, I'm inspired by, like, okay, I really like this educator, and I try to go to their website and try to find right. what they have. Yeah, right, I'm more Where driven teaching, for like, what to, what to, what to I, I look for more of a specific, but yeah, right. I actually look at, like, inspiration. Like, right. inspiration to me is I'd
1: rather go to an art gallery. Yeah, for sure. Day. For sure.
2: Yeah, that's a weird word inspiration for i don't
1: know yeah. What's the, it's like a bad tagline
2: well yeah i mean like it's just something that gets thrown around a lot like i don't even know what it means in the hair world you know what i mean to like be inspired by something like i could well, I I think mean, like, I could, like, well it was like, dude, like, like i like, can see work and be but I like i don't even know that i think that the work that we used to dig into it didn't really inspire me so much as just influence my eye you know what right I mean? and so like I, I was already like just that had that kind of drive to want to be better. I just needed, right. but I could have latched onto the wrong shit just as easily. You know what I mean? And right. Like, and been like, and have my eye been switched onto to something else.
1: But you would, but definitely like. This is kind of what I was chuckling about a second ago. Is like, like, like we. You would definitely watch something and be like, like I can't wait to do that on somebody. Yeah. And you know, you know, and you throw suitability off the door. You know what, yeah. what I mean? Like, and but it was thrilling in the sense of you're like I got this like you know I'm excited for this new section pattern or this new disconnection or whatever you know that you follow the same people yeah so it's kind of a, I guess it's kind of how it is today yeah. too though in a way you know yeah I mean I personally and again if I look for inspiration and motivation
0: what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna look at the collections that come out with Naha, Contessa you know, like some of the images, image work, mm-hmm. and that's that's what drives me. I right. look at it and I'm like, oh, look at that lighting. How did they do that lighting? Oh, yeah. I really, have... how did they do that style? Mm-hmm. Is it a wig work? Is it is it actually human hair? Yeah. What, yeah. what the hell did they do? And how did they fine tune it? And can I, am I able to duplicate it? That, that to me is like inspiration. Yeah, well, like, because
2: it's pushing you mm-hmm. to like search out like yeah, to learn what it is. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To learn oh,
0: yeah, so. Right. Whereas watching someone do a balayage on Instagram oh, right. doesn't do yeah,
2: shit yeah. for me. Well, I think what he said makes a lot of sense to, I think whenever you're a young hairdresser, every bit of information that gets thrown at you is fucking mind-blowing. Yeah. Sure. You know what I mean? And the longer you go, so like, I mean, like when I was a young hairdresser, everything that somebody said to me or showed me, I was like, "Oh well, that's just the greatest thing I've ever seen." Because right. I've, never, I've never seen anything, before. right? You know yeah, what I okay, mean? Yeah, so, exactly. um, but, sure. but now, as I'm, you know, in it for fifteen years, like those bits of like, "Oh shit!" like come like way less often. Yes. You know what I mean? Almost never. I would make mm-hmm. like there's I, like I don't go to I don't take classes. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, and it's not because I don't think I can get better, but it's like, what are you going to tell me? The elevation and over direction. You know what I mean? Right. Like it's yeah. kind of all like. Right. It, it's all like once you reach a certain level then it's about like kind of being able to like create
1: something that looks like your work versus mm-hmm. just copying something right for sure so yeah we were talking about that last night at dinner too just kind of like uh like what your aesthetic is and like you know we were talking about change and all that you know and that's kind of like that's like a that's like kind of like a bit of like a weird not a weird thing but like a different thing for me in the last year is like is like, I wanted to, I like flat out was just like, I want to change like how I do hair because yeah. I was just bored, and also it's just like, I can cut however I want, so immediately, I like, you know, picking up a razor. It. But it's funny because it's like, if you go back to the Instagram thing, it's like, you know, if your audience is so used to this, this mm-hmm. hard line, hard line, and then you're like, hey, I'm really into soft now, and people are just kind yeah. of like, well, that's fine, you know, I'm up. Yeah. But then on the flip side, is like, when we go to salons, it's like, people love that. Oh, for sure, because that's like that's like what they do every yeah. day. You know, clients love that joke too. Yeah. Right? For sure, and the,
0: for sure. You know, the, I think the thing that, especially if we go back to Instagram, and Facebook, and you're looking at imagery, it's like what actually engages people isn't so much the the reason the hard line does because it's like solid, it stops your eye. Right. But with a haircut, but what really engages them is the color. So oh, like okay. if you do it, everything black and white, then it has to be hard lines. Because soft, if you're doing something soft, then you got to probably it's, to grab people's attention. It has to have a color. Right. And it's true. And it's kind of an interesting thing because if you don't, if you don't color soft hair on an image, it becomes flat. Mm-hmm. You know, it just it's just like oh, you're just gonna scroll right on by. It doesn't like snag your attention. Right. It's like things that snag your attention is like pop of color or a hard line. That's it's a good like, point. Yeah, sure. It's, it's kind of like at least that's how I look at it. It's yeah. like. Sure. So, I don't know, it's, it's just always things to think about when you're kind of like yeah. trying to move forward with education and shit. Oh, for sure. Especially if you're like trying to create imagery. So, I'm excited for you guys' class. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take the hands right. on class tomorrow. I'm going to be your student I I, like all I love day. taking classes because I can always improve. And it's not, and it's like weird shit, actually what I'll be improving is like, I'm just going to be like seeing how like, you guys teach, and seeing if I can like do what yeah.
3: you're telling me to do. Yeah. That's, so that's exactly why I like being on them, like, up in front of people teaching like, like groups like this, and teaching like in the salon, like, there's so many, I come up against people every time I get somebody new, like sometimes they might not learn, like in a handful of ways that I have to talk to them about. And so like in a class, I might see something that you guys are doing or someone else is doing, and it's, I've done it a million times, but I've explained it like this, and they have this like one little nugget or way, and that just like, it's like, oh man, that's a great way to explain that. And I might be able to use that, like with someone else who's maybe not getting it, you know, or something like that. So I love like sitting in on stuff like this and just like listening, like that's a great way to explain that. It might be different from what I use. I, I love it, man, because you can just, Open up that toolbox to help like these
1: guys learn. You know, Is that yeah, kind of, isn't that kind of cool. funny? Like the older you get, it's kind of like it's you know you go to classes and like you would pick up on the hair, mm-hmm. but then it's like the older you are in this, it's like you pick up on so many other things, yes. you know, verbiage, imagery, like how things are presented. Ballad, totally. It's all that. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's like a completely other dynamic. Yeah. Yep. You know, it's
0: like yeah. When I went to Z when I went to Z, got in Croatia last year, it was like. The whole purpose there was I wanted to be just, I wanted them to just be on me about making everything precise. Right. I, I just told them that straight up from the beginning. Like, I just wanted, that's what I want to focus on. So, be careful when you're in Croatia asking people to be on you. I don't know.
2: <laughs> awesome. <laughs> All right. <laughs> those, those, those two are our next level good. Right. They are. They're so
0: amazing. Self taught too, which is just fucking mind so right. mind blowing. Seriously. They're and they're just like so cool, down to earth people. Uh, and I think that's and like music is so important. Especially the market. Yeah. That's right. Because like he's 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 in charge of the playlist. Yeah. Like he makes everything. It's kind of crazy. Okay. So we'll talk some about music. We got end our we always end our uh, little podcast here talking about music. So we each have to think about this. Stuck on a deserted. Island. I was gonna say desert island. You gotta think of your deserted that desert island. You got a record player. You gotta take five albums with you. What are they gonna be? <laughs> that's it. You only get five. Like yeah. Well, I, down, feel like, like gonna, I feel like know. I'm just, gonna. I'm just, I feel like, like
1: I'm gonna say these
0: and
2: people are. Not, right? People are. Oh no! It doesn't even matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because that's who you are. You wanna say one and go around? Sure. I would say. I would go like straight off the bat. Like I'm not even ashamed. I would go George Strait, 50 number one
1: hits. Oh yeah. yeah. Nice. You
2: know he's had more number one hits than any recording artist in the history. Really? serious?
1: Really? Really? Yeah. That's amazing. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Black Sabbath, Volume Four.
0: Okay. Ooh, that's a good one too. Man, this is tough, man. Right.
1: Come on, just pick
3: one. Uh, First one that are to uh, your mind. Man, you know what? One that I've like loved forever. Pennywise
0: Unknown Road. There you go. I love one. that. That's, that's a good one. Awesome. He <laughs> well, had a couple um, of seconds.
2: So first Chromax record,
1: uh, Agent Coral, or Best Wishes? It's the better one. Either or one. or Yeah, so one of those Chromax records, yeah. though, that would be one of them. Yeah. Um, Strife and This Defiance. Yeah. Nice. Ooh, I don't know, come back to me. No, <laughs> <laughs> just, is just so throw cool. it out Just throw it out just there. Just throw it out uh, there.
3: Oh. Don't overthink it. Uh, Let's go new metal surface. Perfect.
2: Uh, there's a, a newer band uh, called Culture Abuse from uh, uh, the Bay Area, and they have a record called Bay Area Dream came out in like 2018 that I listen to non-stop all the time, all yeah. that. Awesome. I didn't pick that one.
1: I'm going to have to listen to that. Uh, integrity, Those Who Fear Tomorrow. Say,
2: man,
3: Johnny Paycheck. This album, uh, it's like Country Dude, Country Western. Uh, nice. I can't think of the name of the record right now. Like, let's say, like, a uh, giant, giant feature.
0: we got Country, indie, whatever here.
1: I would. Uh, strong Arm, Advent of a Miracle. Uh, it's a good record. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, probably one of my favorite hardcore albums, Vision of Disorder, Self-Titled. I'm gonna keep everything real heavy right yeah. now. Yeah. Just like yeah. just for all yeah. the hairdressers, yeah. like what the fuck is this? <laughs> I'm gonna
0: go back to your last, <laughs> last podcast and see if you said the same right. one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm probably, I'm probably not. I'm not. not. I'm like, probably not. Uh, uh,
3: <laughs> I thrash zone. Thrash right. so. zone. Is this your exactly. last one? Yeah, sure. Final uh, answer.
2: Fuck. It's
1: so hard. I wanna be so I'm mad myself. I'd have to have myself. some hip hop. Uh I would go sure. I know, I was thinking about that too, and I'm like, uh. Nah no, Zomatic. Oh that's such a good uh, rocker. Right? Yeah. Fuck. It was right. Um I'm just gonna I'll end by heavy screw it. Uh Mastodon. Uh, crack uh there the you sky. go. I was crack waiting for you to talk about. You did submit to that last one.
3: Um Man, obituary cause of death. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, how can people get hold of you guys? Uh just the Aaron Johnson on Instagram. That's the best way to contact me for hair-related things. Uh, don't don't message me about <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: don't. It all comes full circle. Uh, uh, Travis Lovey Smith on Instagram. It's gonna uh, it will change over to uh, my brand in March when I actually launch it. Uh, but yeah uh, Travis W Smith on Instagram and then I, I will talk to you so <laughs> you can message me whatever it's like Michael W Smith it's <laughs> Michael W Smith Christian recording artist in the 90s yeah it's Dude, terrible it's, it's terrible music. I don't know terrible where that is. Like that. it's not like some jars of
0: shit? yeah
1: news voice. Oh. i like to change my, uh, my top five to all jars of clans. <laughs> I'm going with
0: striper.
1: <laughs> <Slider>. <laughs> to hell of <with> a double. <laughs> my friend is there, too. Exactly. Oh, are, they, are they still playing? Oh, yeah.
2: They, they just went to Brazil a bit for oh, like six God. weeks. Oh, perfect. Okay. Yeah, perfect. That's awesome.
3: All right, Nate. Uh, Nate went hair on Insta or Nate went at Craft Hair Collective. uh.
0: Definitely. Awesome. Well, I want to thank you guys for being part of a super important podcast. This, this is what was I'm awesome. Happy. This was good. This was really good. Was awesome. Thank you so much again for listening to also on Apple and also